Hey Ed. <coughs> yeah. Oh yeah, let that out, bud. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go refill my beer. I'll be right back. Cool. Hey, hello, welcome. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, the big year-end episode. The one you've all been waiting for. We're going to recap the year. We're going to talk about everything that was important that happened in the world of sports and culture and all the big deaths and all the big news stories that you may have forgotten about. I knew I forgot. I know I forgot about most of them. So it's exciting. It's I'm really, really pumped up to talk about things that happened this year and kind of cap the year and get started, put it away and, and get ready to get started on the next year. Um, joining me now, as always, my main man, Ed Daly. Ed, how you doing? Good, good. What's happening in uh, California? I'll tell you, buddy. I, I, I'm a little, I'm not under the weather. Like I'm perfectly healthy. Right. But I spent the weekend with my girlfriend, Kate, Got had a little getaway. Went to Palm Springs for the weekend, and you know I'm not hungover. I'm just not a hundred percent. You're hungover with love. Yeah, yeah. I have a love hangover. <laughs> I. You, what, what is it about? You hit a certain age, and like being tired or not getting enough sleep is just as bad, if not worse than having a hangover was 10 years ago. What, what, what's going on? Is our bodies just don't function quite like they used to? You know, when, when I was, when I was a kid, I thought getting older meant, you know, you would, you would feel more responsible and, and do different things. Really getting older, all, all it matters is that getting older means you have slower recovery with everything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just can't adjust. I feel the same way. Like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my parents, they're fucking adults. Like they have shit figured out. They know about life. And now I'm a fucking adult and I feel like I'm 17 still because I'm such a fucking idiot. And it turns out you never figure out anything. No, no. Yeah. But the difference is. You could drink a 12-pack and then go for a run in the morning, and uh, you wouldn't think twice about it. Now it's just – you need a lot of recovery for everything. That's true. When I, I remember being in my 20s, and I remember like needing to be hungover for stuff. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I forgot. I got traffic school on Saturday. I'm going to have to get fucked up Friday night so I can be hungover. <laughs> and now it's like my – biggest the biggest fear i have is being hung over and i'm not even you know i got a good night's sleep last night i had some drinks you know i had had a few drinks ed had some beers had a little templeton rye whiskey Ooh. hung out with my chick in palm springs had a little weekend and i'm a little tired i'm, I'm i saw so, you drinking a uh, bloody mary out of a mason jar this morning yeah i had a had a <laughs> woke it up with the bloody mary this morning at breakfast and now now i've, I've just gotten home and I'm sipping, sipping a little beer here. You got, hear, me, hear, hear me, I'm sipping. <sighs> you know, we're getting older. Time is going by. Kids are getting big. And here, here we are at the end of another year where we can all be reminded that of the passage of time. And uh, I feel like this is a good time for us to go back and remember some of the big stories that happened this year, and I know this is something you're interested in as well. Absolutely, and and no bigger, no uh, bigger set of stories than the month of January. January was a big month, and I say we get right into it. We start there. January saw the passing of everyone's childhood dad, Conrad Bain, Philip Drummond. <clears throat> sure, none of us knew he was still alive, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> He kicked off in January, and what a tough way to start the start the year. Would you agree, Ed? Yeah, I mean, everyone loved him, and uh, you know, just just uh, he he was the guy that you kind of wanted when you had a bad day with your parents. You kind of wanted him to pull up with the limo, and you jump in, and then he takes you to his Park Avenue, 
uh, I, I don't know what you call it. That's not even an apartment. That was a uh, a mansion. Yeah, fun, pen, uh, penthouse. Yeah, yeah. He, it was it was huge. And yeah. uh, but he, you know, when you really dig a little deeper and think about it, he might not have been such a great dad after all. Well, what do you mean? Well, I mean, if you think about the amount of time he just let his uh, adopted son hang out with a uh, some random old guy who ran a bike shop. Uh, you know, there probably were some telltale signs that he was going to try to play uh, King of Atlantis in the bathtub with the boy. That that was a little weird. He got a little touchy-feely with old Dudley. Yeah, yeah Dudley didn't make it out in time. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, Mr. D also let the kids chill with the cleaning lady for an extended amount of time. Like, what? Yeah. Wh- you know, I have a cleaning lady. I, I never see her. She comes and goes while I'm at work. And meanwhile, these kids were like raised by their cleaning lady and went through multiple cleaning ladies, including Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life. That was odd, was it not? Yeah, three. First it was Garrett. Then it was uh, uh, Adelaide, the uh, old bird, which I imagine she just didn't didn't survive the TV show. And then Pearl at the end. Seriously, only you fucking remember this shit. You are unbelievable. <laughs> Your mind is... I'm so awed by you. It's crazy. But you know what? What, what the, uh, the the big winner of January 14th when uh, Mr. D passed away had to be Willis. I mean, who would have thought he would inherit all of it? Kimberly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Kimberly and Arnold already uh, are at the uh, big penthouse in the sky. Right. So uh, Willis Willis takes home the prize. And I did a lot of dough. And Todd Bridges, I mean, he was cracked out early on. Nobody, sure. had, nobody had him in the, the life pool surviving this long. No way. He was on the fade in like the mid-80s. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's since rallied. I mean, yep. things, yep. Th- things are good for him. Yeah, thoughts Willis. and prayers. Yeah, good job, Willis. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the pa- January saw the passing of TV dad Conrad Bain, like I said. Didn't know he was still alive, but also very sad to see him go. Also, he had that, like, the right kind of baldness. If you're going to go bald, he was, like, just bald in the front so he yeah. could keep that back hair kind of flipped up. And you you, could, you wouldn't look at him and go, oh, that guy's bald because he's only yeah. bald in the front. He had all the rest of his hair. Sure. He had a nice glow about him. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he, he was doing it right. Although, if you think about it, I, I always felt like Mr. D looked like he was about 75 years old back then. Yeah. In the 80s, I thought he was – yeah. How old do you think Mr. D is? Probably 75. Easy. Yeah, because he, he looked like a pretty old dad for Kimberly. So he must have been like in his early 50s. Right. I mean it's hard to believe that I'm uh, – you know, I'm I'm less than 15 years or so younger than he was then. Right. Yeah. Well, at the same time, I mean, everybody was older in the 80s. Remember uh, in Pretty in Pink, James Spader was in (laughs) high school. He's he's wearing linen suits to high school. I thought everybody in high school was 38 years old because James Spader was. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a rude awakening when I got to high school in my linen suit and realized that it didn't really fly. Judd Nelson was 29, you know? John Bender. I mean, yeah. what, what, what was going on there? Everyone was so fucking old back then. Yeah, they were they were drinking some bad water back then. Apparently. Okay, well, to, not to trump the passing of Conrad Bain, but probably would have been a, been a bigger story. But only two days later, January 16th. Kaboom. The, really, I feel like we're, we stopped talking about this too soon because it's so insane. Manti Teo. Had a pretend fucking girlfriend, and we're all supposed to believe that he was just too fucking stupid to figure it out. What do you think, Ed? <laughs> I mean, this, I don't even think this story is plausible for 1985. Right. Like, in 2013. We have the fucking internet. We have the I mean, first of all, just, just the basics. This is the star player, Heisman finalist. I think he came in second in the Heisman. Yep. The star of the team that I think they were – they might have been ranked number one. Yeah, I think they were number one. He, he was and he was a Heisman Trophy candidate, All-America, all-everything. Notre Dame, the only guy you could name on Notre Dame, yeah. a very well-known college and athlete. And he's got a girlfriend that he's never met. 
Right. How, how's right? that even possible? She supposedly lived in California. He lived in South Bend. I could tell you from experience, I, my girlfriend lives in another hemisphere. <laughs> and we, yeah. I'm, I'm certain she's a real person. <laughs> and the, yeah, and I this mean, and this guy, they were to get together supposedly three years, and he never met her, never saw her, no, you know, they okay. didn't they didn't make each other any um, videos, yeah, no, no video. I mean, not there's Skype. Skype's a free a free yeah, Skype. thing, mm-hmm. free website. Oh, I use it all the time, Ed. I know how Skype sure. works. I know everything no, about it. They don't have cell phones. There's not one picture to be right. sent. I mean, right. he had that one stock photography picture of her, right? And then he gets the bad news and becomes the big public interest story. She's dying. Right. All right. right. So maybe he could have asked uh, Brian Kelly for a little time off when they went away to Stanford to visit his dying girlfriend. Like maybe at that point he just wants to, you know, stop by the room and, and just offer some words of encouragement or sneak in a kiss. Yeah, no. no, no. Then she did die. Then she died. And he she doesn't go to the die. funeral. The love he of his life. Yeah. I mean, he was breaking down. He was crying like a baby on national TV because of her. And she <laughs> he, he couldn't even be bothered right. to go to a funeral. And that's how you, that's how you know it's all bullshit. Here's, here's the real way you know it's all bullshit is Manti Teo, he, he'll, he wants you to believe that he's a moron rather than he's full of shit. And that's – if anyone tells you – if anyone's excuse is, no, you don't understand, I'm colossally stupid, <laughs> then they're a liar. No, I'm not lying. I'm the biggest <clears throat> idiot in the world. No no one would portray themselves as a moron unless the actual truth was worse. And that's how you know Manti Teo is a liar. Although, now he's on the Chargers and he's not too bad. He, like He's good in pursuit. He's a pretty good player. So, go Manti. Yeah, I love I just, that guy. Great player. I- I mean, I figured by January 18th or so, the the story that he was gay would come out because, right. uh, you know, it just it, – it all – the pieces it, would really – I think everybody would give him a pass then. It's the only plausible answer. Yeah. I mean, to just say, oh, I was actually, you know, conspiring to, to build my my profile or something. Like, give us something. But, like, you can't just the, – the, the excuse that I'm dumb – Means he would be so dumb he wouldn't even be able to come up with a, a sentence. Right, and he he really assuming he is gay, and obviously we don't know whether or not he is. But assuming he were gay, he could change the world because he could come out and say, "Look, I had to perpetuate this lie because my real the being myself would be injurious to my future prospects as an NFL player." And who's gonna go? Who who's gonna? take the fight against Manti Teo for coming out and saying, look, I'm gay. I just want to play football. I think he really, I mean, no joke. I think if he said he was gay right then and there, I think he would have had a real shot at being the time person of the year. That's like how, how beloved and how big a deal he would be. And uh, no, he just chose the, uh, I'm just a big dumb jock. Yeah. And those, he those would, jock sniffing columnists just ate right. it right oh, up. They did, yeah, yeah. Nobody even questioned it. Um, yeah, he would be the, the gay Jackie Robinson. He would be the a, a, a singular historical human being that changed the world because yeah. that you know there hasn't been one yet, and there, there will be eventually. And and it could have well, you know, we hypothesize <laughs> that it could have been Manti Teo because we don't know. Also in January. Oh, boy. I feel like this also got swept under the rug. Dan Marino had a longtime married Dan Marino, father Dan Marino, had a love child that we didn't know about. And the the love child was like eight years old. (laughs) How did he keep that a secret? Yeah, I don't – I guess when the the kids started throwing – Throwing ropes through the tire in the backyard, somebody started questioning who his dad was. Yeah, when he when he came out with that perm and those close together crystal blue eyes, they're like, when "Oh the, yeah, Dan Marino's kid." When the kids started pitching isotoner gloves to his classmates, <laughs> yeah, buying them for the, buying them for the whole class, like <laughs> D Marines used to do for his offensive line. Yeah, it, to me, this should have been the biggest story of the year. I'm so intrigued by it. Also, look. These pro athletes, a lot of people throw it at them. These guys are not saints. 
They play in a lot of golf tournaments after they're retired. They do some stuff. How was Dan Marino not clipped? If you're going to do what guys like that do and fuck the help in retirement, a la Arnie, <laughs> you need to get the final solution and de-weaponize your payload. How are you go? How are you walking around with a full metal oh, jacket yeah. like that? That's crazy. Sure, armed, armed to the teeth with little Marino swimming inside of. This me. is my rifle. This is my gun. Oh, what was he? Yeah, thinking? I mean, my my second child had let out his first cry, and I was already on Zocdoc trying to make an appointment right. to get this thing completed. Right. I, I I know. Yeah, I have a similar story as well. Okay, that's that's just January. I mean, Big month. yeah, Big. a lot of things went on in January. Let's, well, I say we just keep rolling. We'll hit February in February. This is also something I, it's so weird that in the age of the internet, what we sort of just accept as happening and without even stopping for a minute, cause we're onto the next story the next day, but a fucking shower of meteors hit <laughs> Moscow and there's, of course, everybody in, in Russia has a camera on their dashboard for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, all, there, was, there must have been about six or seven dashboard cam uh, videos floating the you, next, you know, within yeah, an hour of that right, thing. Right, right. I, I was walking through Costco the other day with my chick and I was like, oh, dash cams. They, they like had them. And I'm like, I, I should get one of those so I could be like Russia. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like... Everybody in Russia has a goddamn camera on their dashboard recording what they're doing driving around. I don't understand why, Yeah, but it's just, a phenomenon. They just get put the keys in the ignition, turn on the techno, and just start filming shit. Always techno. And this, is, this shows you what a crazy place Russia is. There's literally, no joke, giant fireballs <laughs> shooting across the sky – crashing into the ground as people are driving down the highway and they don't even turn down the Euro trash techno. They're like <laughs> or switch to a news station. Like right. is the world ending? No, they don't even s- slow down. They just drive around it and keep going in their club shirt and, <laughs> and their Z Cavarici slacks and they're just on the road. No big deal. That's how fucked up glow, Russia is. Glow sticks, glow sticks around their heads right now. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the Russian meteor shower happened, and we all forgot about it, and no one in Russia was even phased for a second. They'd still be talking about it every day if that happened in just anywhere in this country. Right. It would be it would be a national emergency. We would be rationing things. It would be the biggest – the president would be blamed – Easy yeah, for me le- to say. Elections would hinge on these meteors. Right. What did you do about the meteors? You weren't there. What we need legislation. What how are we gonna protect ourselves from meteors? Build a force field, Star Wars. And in Russia, they're like, what the fuck? Who cares? All right, turn up the techno. Yeah, on to the next thing. Okay, nothing happened in March, apparently, according no. to my list, but in April, we had the Boston Marathon bombing, which was awful. It's the worst thing. I don't I don't mean to make light of it in any way. It was terrible. And unfortunately, I feel like the the main result is is that we've given Bostonians more of a sense of regional pride and I, I don't think they needed that, did they? That's no, certainly not. Certainly not. I mean yeah, it was it was an awful event, and uh, thankfully they were able to get the guys a couple days later. But yeah, it has been has been eight months of uh, of the massholes just getting louder. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously didn't, don't want anybody to ever have to go through that. But at the same time, I don't think anybody from Massachusetts needs to be any more prideful about being from Massachusetts. And just one one little side note, I. I think that the brother, the bombing brother that did survive, I don't think he's been he's been vilified for a lot of things. I mean, he's put on I think Rolling Stone, right, uh, right. But the, he he has not been recognized as the single pervious mustache of all time. Right? How did they not ra- round him up? How did they not have intel 
based on mustache creepiness alone. Yeah. And while they're, while they're talking about drones, I think there should be some sort of pervy mustache drone that you just kind of follow these guys. Also, the guy's like 19. You shouldn't be allowed to grow a mustache. You should be on a watch list for growing a mustache before age like 44. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like the year 1930. Right. Or you're employed by the uh, some sort of regional oh, police force. True. Right. I, at, at, at many, As I've said many times... If you have a mustache, take your wallet out of your back pocket, open it up. If you don't see either A, a badge, or two, Sam Elliott's driver's license, you need to get rid of that mustache. <laughs> the end. That's that's the end of mustaches. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, that was that was obviously a huge story, probably the biggest story of the year. But then in May, another in memoriam, really, really terrible news. Chris Kelly, one half of 1980s hit makers, Chris Cross, passed away. Not sure how, but tragic, tragic news. Uh, Chris, rip Chris Kelly. Yeah. Have we determined if he's the Mac Daddy or the Daddy Mac? But weren't they? They were all. They they were both also called Chris. Were they not? Oh, they both were Chris. Well, I mean, the important thing is that uh, you know, sorry that he died, but it, it is important to note that that backwards clothes trend did not catch on because I, I really feared it for a little stretch there. I was afraid it was going to catch on, and I just I don't think I could have pulled it off. I feel like in you're from Jersey. I feel like if that was going to catch on anywhere. <laughs> Jersey would have been the spot. Yeah, just just the thought of uh, a bathroom emergency just frightened me. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. There are times when you're struggling just to get your belt undone from its normal in spot the in the front. Yes. Sure. How does your body know that? By the way, it knows, and it it it. I mean, if you had backwards clothes, your 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 body would just fail you. Yeah, yeah. It's psychological. Yeah. Um, Rip Chris Kelly. Not sure if he was the Mac Daddy or the Daddy Mac, but either way, tragic loss to all of us. Uh, thoughts and prayers to him and his family, assuming he had one. Also in May, and this is a story that I did not keep up on, Jody Arias, she like murdered her boyfriend or husband, uh, was convicted, not sure totally the story, uh, but... Seems like she was guilty to me. Ed, what are your thoughts? Jody Arias, guilty or innocent? I think it was clear that she killed him. But there was, you know, I, I, I didn't follow it so much, but I did notice that when they were talking about the trial, they showed an, just a staggering amount of selfies that this guy was taking. Whoa. Whoa. And in a, in a bunch of them, he was wearing Argyle. Oh. So, so I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't condone murder. Certainly right. not. Right. If if you've got a selfie taking argyle wearing husband, right. I'm just, just saying you might not be in a right state of mind after a while. Justifiable homicide. Also, though, her bangs, like between her bangs and his argyle, I'm surprised it didn't work out. I feel like that was a match made in heaven. Exactly. Exactly. I'm. Uh, I, I didn't pay attention enough to have a real take, except a lot of selfies, a lot of argyle. Yeah, yeah, bad scene, agreed. Uh, Jody Arias, I think, has did she get the death penalty? Is she going the Eileen Warnos route? Uh, I mean, taking the hot Arizona, shot. Yeah. Arizona strikes me as the type of state that might even still have firing range. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's. I think Utah may still have hanging, <laughs> which I would be into. Yeah. Put Jody Arias on a horse. And let him yes, run, yes, run away. yes. That would be awesome. All right, yeah, Jody Arias. That was May. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about June. A lot of uh, sad passings in June, and we'll go right through the rest of the year. This is the year end, the year in review from the theballerlifestyle.com, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll be back. 
back. Year in review, year end, the big spectacular year end podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Brian Beckner, Ed Daly. So stoked you guys are listening. So stoked you're hanging out. Tell your friends. Uh, we're, we're getting better at this every time. It's it's a fun little exercise, and I'm, I'm stoked to be a part of it. So thanks for joining us. We're talking about what happened in the year 2013. Uh, we're, we're up to June, Ed. And in June, America's dad, June 19th, America's dad, James Gandolfini, passed away. Big loss. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. You forget of how much somebody means to you until they're gone. And that was a big one for me because I love the guy. I loved everything about him. I know you're a Jersey guy. He's a Jersey guy. He, he, he was he, great in everything. Too. He was. Like just random character roles. He was, yep. he was a great one. He, he, I remember he played a thug in that movie, that Elmore Leonard, Elmore Leonard book that they made a movie, Get Shorty, with John Travolta. James yes. Gandolfini was in that. He was great. He's great in everything. He's a terrific actor. I will say this. I think he was like 51 Yes. when he passed away. Another one. Wow. I you, easily... You followed the 80s model. Yes. I thought he was 51, like 14 years ago. There's no way that guy was only 51 when he died. Uh, he, yeah. he clearly hard living was the life for James Gandolfini. A sad death. It's surprising when you hear the news, but when you saw him and heard he was only 51, it, it was not a shock. Crazy. A very sad death. And from what I understand, one of the great guys. Yeah. Every, everyone I know that had ever encountered him uh, said he was just a really good dude. We Also in June, we lost Jim Myers, the drummer for Devo. Big loss. And maybe the biggest loss, Jim Kelly, a.k.a. Williams, the black dude from Enter the Dragon. Oh, yeah. He was he was a cool one. Yeah. He was, one uh, of the all-time great froes. Yeah. He had a, a very nice junior fro. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he had a couple of uh, scene-stealing moments in that movie. I, I, probably saw, I probably saw that movie a good 15 times. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a classic play. film. You know, one of those guys we didn't know was still alive. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see a lot of range out of him after that movie. <laughs> I don't recall having seen him in anything else, but, but thoughts and prayers. But he's to be remembered fondly. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, you know, he did something great. He was in a great movie. Uh, June 17th, something kicked off that, again, I feel like we're not talking enough about. Uh, Odin Lloyd was found murdered. And the main suspect is a current NFL football player, or was a current NFL football player at the time, Aaron Hernandez, who, as we speak, awaits trial for Odin Lloyd's murder. We have NFL players... Murdering people for sport. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could see why, you know, being a little angry at about at a guy at a club would be worth throwing it all away for. Like, well, he was pissed at Odin Lloyd because he thought Odin Lloyd might tell some people about the other people that Aaron Hernandez murdered the <laughs> summer before. Well, it's a, it's a. It's a tricky thing. It's like, uh, you know, you got to cover up. I mean, it's like telling a little lie. I guess he never got that lesson. So he right. started instead of with white lies, he started with murder. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a way to jump into it. Like my, your first thing that you get known for is shooting people in the face. <laughs> I'm going to shoot some dudes in the face. And then this guy knows that I shot some people in the face. So I'm going to have to shoot him in the face now. And it's, it's just, it's like that snowball starts as a little tiny snowball. Ed. <laughs> just a small, small murderous snowball starts as a little gun wielding snowball at the top of a hill. And it rolls <laughs> down and just shoots people all the way. It is now a murder avalanche till it scores a touchdown. <laughs> on a Tom Brady pass. Yeah, so he's 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 going to be uh, in uh, the longest yard, too. <laughs> right, yeah, he might have to start his own team. Yeah, uh, Aaron Hernandez, and obviously not convicted yet. Right. But from what we know, not really 
too smart about murdering. Yeah, I mean, OJ even even laughs at the plausibility of his defense. He he did his murdering in a rental car and left shell casings from his own gun in the car that it, from the from the murder weapon in the rental car. Like, I feel like that's murdering one hundred and one. Pick up the shell casings, right? I've seen the wire. Yeah, and if you're going to be a murdery kind of guy. Right. Probably don't want a ton of cameras filming you in and around your house, holding guns and hiding guns and heading and being with the victim right before he's found dead. Right. Those, a, are, those are the kind of videos you don't want leaking out. A guy gets murdered and immediately after you film yourself walking into your house holding a gun. Like, that's yeah. not smart. I feel like that's not smart. Look, I'm not murdering anybody. But if I w- were to murder somebody, there are no cameras filming me inside my house. So at least I'd have that going for me. I also like that he thought, like, he's not aware that the internet exists or how it works. <laughs> but he thought he could just destroy the cameras and that, like, all the information was kept inside the cameras. <laughs> And he did the same thing with his cell phone, where he's like, I'll just I'll just smash my cell phone, and no one will know about any of the calls I've made. But maybe he's thinking, you know what? Five months ago, a guy made up a whole story about a fake girlfriend and just said, oh, I was too stupid. And, I mean, come on. The, um, the I'm a dumb shit defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Hernandez, we'll see where that one goes, Ed. I, I don't. It doesn't look good for my man Hernandez, and you know he's if he's if, if he's gonna plead the I'm a dumb shit defense, I don't think there's a much better piece of evidence than his diploma from the University of Florida. Oh yeah, no, George University, right? George <laughs> <And> University. <laughs> unfortunately for Aaron, he did not commit this or allegedly commit this murder. In the state of Florida, because he'd have a he'd have a real puncher's chance of getting off. But. Oh yeah, yeah, we we've seen that. A- anything goes in Florida. <laughs> that's uh, that's it's almost like the United States there, except not at all. I I feel like we should be able to saw off Florida, and then we all sit on the edge like you do on a dock with a boat, and just push with our feet <laughs> and just float it out there towards Cuba. <laughs> Let it go like those Japanese lanterns at the funeral in uh, Karate Kid Karate 2. Part 2. <laughs> Sato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great idea. Yeah, Aaron Lloyd, he did some murdering in June. Also in June, I was shocked to find this out. <laughs> Paula Dean, known Georgian Southerner, turns out horrible racist. What are the odds? <laughs> and her brother Bubba. Yeah, she has a brother called Bubba. Of course she does. Nobody doesn't have a brother called Bubba in the South. Yeah, a uh, a fat redneck cook who who uses, you know, eight pounds of butter with every meal surprisingly doesn't have a good head on her shoulders. Right. Also, she has a very creepy relationship with her son. A lot of times her son would come on there and cook with her, and I was always a little concerned about that, but... Not shocked to learn that she wanted a real-life plantation situation at her southern home. Yeah. And on, on a final note on, on uh, Paula. Tell me. She's got, a, she's got a creepy relationship with Cress White Strips. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Big veneer. She's in the Big Veneers Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, sometime we might have to do that. Let's write that down. We're, I'm going to make a blog post. The veneers. I, I want to do the hair systems hall of fame. <laughs> yeah. The hair plugs hall of fame. Piven. Oh, Pit. Well, no, he's no, he's yeah. down the list. You got you got guys like Will Arnett and Matthew McConaughey that sure. got the they got the good plugs. They, they got a good system. McConaughey was struggling in Days and Confused. He's got a big he's got a, time. He's Ro- got a full mane now. Robust head of hair on McConaughey. He looks great. Meanwhile, you got Nicolas Cage. Whoa. That he just he just got butchered. I feel like he <laughs> could file a lawsuit on what happened to him. 
I feel like he got that done in like Thailand. Right, right. Well, the, the thing is, is that they hadn't, and they still haven't perfected the surgery. So it takes better on some than others. And obviously, McConaughey and Will Arnett. Take a look at Will Arnett's hairline. It's yeah, perfect. Sure. Yeah, and, I mean, and, he's, he gives uh, irrational hope to a lot of these other. It's guys. true. It's true. Yeah, some guys benefit better than others. And yeah, Paula Dean. She's in the huge equine veneers Hall of Fame. She went to a veterinarian to get those and asked for extra large horse size. Yeah. Her, her, and Steve Harvey, oh, Baron yeah. Davis. There, there's a few with just Alicia, massive, massive teeth. Lisa Keys, I think. Oh yeah, is she? I, I'd have to take a look at oh, her. She's got the white. She's got the extra whitener. Yeah, yeah. She, she's. I think she's got her real chiclets, but yeah, they're very big and white. Yes. That brings me back to your favorite, Tiger Woods. Oh boy. He's got his real teeth. He's yeah. also a, a probably a billionaire, give or take a divorce. But he's got that one gray tooth. <laughs> yeah, we could have an a de- all dead tooth team as well. Yeah, like get that fixed. They could just shave it down and put something on the front and look like a real tooth. You can afford that. Like get it fixed. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So he's not in there. He's not in the Paula Dean Veneers Hall of Fame. That's that that happened in June. In July, we had another terrible passing Douglas Engelbart who invented the computer mouse passed away and I I gotta be honest that kind of hurt because the mouse that really helped us all access porn a little bit better did it not it it did I mean it's a uh, it's a great invention because you had to start from somewhere right but it's kind of a bummer of an invention that, like, it's this. It's got to be better than that. Like, have you ever felt like a mouse is just the perfect way to access what you want to access? Like, no, I noticed that I'm like kind of picking it up and looking at the bottom of it a lot. Yeah. Like, why isn't this thing fucking working? Yeah. And like, how come I have to put it on a different surface? And it's always like at a bad time. And any invention where breadcrumbs can really hinder, right? It, you know, dust. Yeah, there's, there's just it. I think Doug did a great job when he invented that mouse, but like, you know, everybody kind of laid down after that. It could, it could have been improved. Yeah, they haven't improved it very much. I would agree. It's been a while. He invented it a long time ago, and it's time. Like, I should just be able to think and have my computer do some shit. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. I saw some guy at breakfast this morning. He was wearing Google glasses. And- uh, I ran in a race next to a guy with Google Glass. A guy ran a race wearing Google glasses. Yeah, one of those uh, one of those Spartan runs. Like he was doing like activity, oh, dude. Like I, through the I mud sure, and whatnot. Yeah, I made sure I passed him. I, well, I, of course. I could. If, I'm just saying, even if he was twice the athlete I was, right. there was no way I was losing losing to a guy in Google Glass. I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, you're you're a fit guy, and, and you took one for the team there. And I mean, you should have knocked him in the mud, but at, <laughs> at least stomped him out. At least you took him down in the race, which is which is good enough for me. Also, so Rip Douglas Engelbart, guy you've never heard of, but made it much easier for you to stroke your dick to some porn. Uh, some guy on Glee died. Heard a lot about this. Never saw Glee. No. Uh, hashtag hetero. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Not my scene. But Never seen him. Die. I don't. I don't want a young guy to die. But at the same time, like I don't know, he was singing and dancing and stuff. That's so. It's not really in my wheelhouse. Another one. Another sad passing. Great character actor. Dennis Farina. I feel like the first place I saw Dennis Farina was on Miami Vice. Sounds about right. Yeah, and then he played exactly the same character in literally everything he was ever in. He had the barbell. Cop or bad guy? <laughs> right, right. No in between. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the other. Now I feel like maybe Chaz Palminteri was a little happy about Dennis Farina right. because he was getting all his roles. Like there could only be one of those guys and I confuse them with each other. And but now, you know that the, the most bummed guy right now is probably Chaz's agent because he's probably calling him every day like, Come on, Farina's yeah, down. Yeah. Where, where are my looks? Yeah. Where, give me a Farina's jobs. What's going on here? 
Also, a lot of deaths in July. J.J. Kale, the songwriter who wrote Eric Clapton's Cocaine, died. And what better what what better legacy is there than writing a song about Yayo? Ed, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, a little clown powder inspired this guy to write a song like 37 years ago. Right. And the old ticker. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the first things they tell you about cocaine. And certainly when you hear about Len Bias, you think, you know, that's going to that's going to do a number on your uh, heart. But 37 years later, pretty, pretty impressive picture on that guy. He hung in there. I mean, I, I don't know that he was still using the Bolivian marching powder throughout those 37 years. But how how much how much blow must you have to do to write a song about it? That's true. He, I mean, yeah, he, he was in deep. He he knew it well. Also, really a horrible song. Like, would anybody have been sad if maybe this guy kicked off 38 years ago? <laughs> I know yeah. my life would have been better because that song sucks. It's awful. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible, terrible song. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that. Also in July, George Zimmerman. Zimmerman. Not an American hero. Not somebody to like at all, but... Luckily, he did his murdering in Florida, where you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because in July, July 13th exactly, George Zimmerman acquitted of murder or whatever he was charged with. We still live in America where you can go out and shoot people based on their race. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, Florida once again. uh, What was it? Casey Anthony the year before. It's just... It just doesn't matter. You can just do awful things if you're in the state of Florida. It's, right. You, you just killers can just roam free. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot and nasty. Yeah. It's like it's like Thunderdome with mosquitoes and old people. It is not. It's barely a part of this country. It's so different than even the rest of the South. What happens in Florida is unbelievable, and I'm never surprised when something goes on there. Terrible place. July twenty second, Ed. The royal baby. And I just saw a picture of the royal baby and he was getting christened or baptized or whatever you call it. And he was wearing a fucking dress. Like, how pissed is he going to be in 20 years when he's trying to score some royal pussy? And he's like, Dad, you know, you're balding. Well, how come you couldn't get the good plugs like McConaughey? And, and two, how come there's a picture of me on the cover of People magazine in a goddamn dress as an infant? What, what, what's going on with that, Ed? I mean, the dress is the least of his problems. Yeah, his parents named him George. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucked up. It's two thousand. The guy's unless, it's two thousand thirteen. The guy's named George. Yeah, unless you're a monkey that hangs out with a man in a yellow hat, or you're some racist in Florida who shoots innocent kids holding skittles. Yeah, I mean, George is not the uh, the preferred name. This is this is also going to be another. This is a blog post we're going to do. Your kid has a stupid fucking name (laughs) because if you're within the sound of my voice, there's a good chance that your kid does have a stupid fucking name. And George, I would argue, is about the 3,432nd stupidest name you can give your kid because there's all sorts of stupid shit people are naming kids these days. Sure. And it needs to be discussed. So we'll, we'll do something about this on the website for sure. Sounds good. August, Elmore Leonard. That's all one of the greats. Yeah, I just spoke about him earlier. He wrote the book Get Shorty. Um, he wrote a lot of crime fiction. Very, very talented writer. Very prolific. Passed away. Everybody's read his books. Rip Elmore Leonard. Big loss. Yeah. September, nothing happened. October, Tom Clancy died. Tom Clancy wrote a lot of books that your dad read. Uh, I think Hunt for Red October was one. Yeah, a Patriot, a Patriot game. Patriot like game. That. Yeah, they're all pretty much the same. Um, you know, wasn't wasn't really my cup of tea, but made about a zillion dollars writing about war shit. Right. Right. Yeah, and then he he had the market of everybody's dad. And then he started writing books that became video games. Right. And that was problematic because 
the type of guys that play like yes. group yes. group squadron video Online. games. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then then you started hearing about it. I remember yes. working working with a guy talking about his greatest battle on some Tom Clancy video game. Well, well no, hold, working with a guy that's that that intimates that that's an adult that played video games. Ed, that's impossible. <laughs> hey, look, I I don't I don't have a problem with a lot of things that people do. I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about your kids. I don't want to hear about your video games. I just, but yeah, the video game talk about you know your warrior uh, squadron was uh, was problematic. Wow, that is unfortunate. Uh, also in October, Ed, Marsha Wallace, who was Bob Newhart's receptionist, right? Also did the voice of Bart Simpson's teacher. Edna Krabappel on The Simpsons. She was good. She was great. She passed away and thoughts and prayers. But my guess is that she was on The Simpsons for 20 years. She left her heirs very, very well taken care of. Would you agree? Those people make so much dough. They make like seriously like 20 million a year yeah. and they work they work like a week and a half a year yeah they do they do the whole show in like a month they send it to some koreans to animate they knock it out and they all get paid uh, but but thoughts and prayers she she was really great on the bob newhart show also lou reed passed away and i gotta be honest i mean i obviously I don't want anybody to die i'm Sorry to hear that Lou Reed passed, but didn't love his music, and I really didn't love that thing he did with Metallica a couple years oh, ago. What the talk, fuck was that? Talking. What talking, was that? Uh, yeah, he's he was a uh, he was a, a blowhardy kind of guy. Loved talking and he talked in all his. He didn't sing. He talked in all his songs. He he was like a poet. He would like set his poetry to music. <laughs> And, you know, I don't need to hear any more Jim Morrison to know that's a bad idea. I don't need to hear poetry, and I really don't need to hear poetry set to music. And you know what else I don't need to hear? Slam poetry. <laughs> what Certainly it, not. What is it about slam poetry where they all have the same cadence, the way they <laughs> deliver the words? Here is me doing a slam poem. Yeah. What is uh, that? They're a little bit like uh, Eddie Murphy's impression of Bill Cosby. I would like to yes, talk yes. to you. <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, in November, and we're getting to the close of the year, we lost Paul Walker. And I, I got to be honest, and I know this isn't going to go over well with people. I never have. I never saw this guy in a movie. I mean, I was quasi aware of who he was. I knew he was in movies. And, but I, I never he just I just didn't patronize his art, and it sounds like after the guy passed, he was a pretty cool dude, and he had a lot, a lot, a lot of big fans. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was a pretty nice guy, and he was. Let's be honest, he was he was super dreamy. He was good looking. Uh, he had like really blue eyes. He probably got a just tremendous amount of sex in his life. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it must have been, it must have been a, a, a good run, a short run. Was he forty or something? But, yeah, he was uh, a young guy. And uh, you know, again, I don't wish people to die, but when I heard that what, the star of the Fast and Furious franchise had died, right? <laughs> not gonna lie, yeah. I was, I was kind of hoping to be reading the word Vin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Any of those people, really, but it seems like Paul Walker was a cool dude and definitely wasn't on anybody's uh, death list. Yeah, yeah. You, you never like to see anybody with, you know, young kids die. It was right. That's a tough one. Also, November, we learned about my new hero, my new favorite human on the planet, a reason to love Canada, Rob Ford. Big guy. The, the crackhead mayor of Toronto, Canada. How? I mean, for about a week, for about a week, a news story would come out where he was just doing crazy stuff, calling for people's deaths and yeah. knocking people over. 
talking about how he loves to eat pussy. I get enough to eat at home. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, the guy's 500 pounds. He's all red. First he of all. He looks like shit. When I think crack, crackheads are right? crack users, I think of Pookie from New Jack City. Right. He's the size. Was, Rob Ford. Pookies. Yeah. Rob Ford is the size of five crackheads. <laughs> he ate all the crackheads. Yeah. He, yeah. Rob, you're not supposed to eat crack. I think I like you're supposed to smoke it. I like the story that I think he got, I think it was St. Patrick's Day. Big, big, fat Irishman. He just gets all liquored up, and then he said, oh, and I just got so drunk that I started uh, smoking crack. Right. Like, my, my God. That was his excuse for smoking. He's like, yeah, I might have smoked crack, but, it, but in my defense, <laughs> I was fucking wasted. I was so drunk. Darby, That's why I was smoking Darby crack. Darby O'Gill and the little people told him to go smoke rock. Right, right. <laughs> well, also, I'm, I've full disclosure, I've never smoked crack. I may, no. I may have tried other drugs in my life, Ed. I'm not, you know, I'm not on trial here. I have not dabbled in Nino Brown's crack. Right. I'm not under oath. But I will, I can say, honestly, unequivocally, never smoked crack in my life. I feel like there's a skill to it, though. That you, got, you gotta have, and you have to have equipment. You gotta have one of those glass tuby things. You gotta like know how to put the crack in it. You gotta. Have, I feel like there's a special kind of lighter involved. I don't feel like you can just like, oh, here's some crack, and just pick it up and just light up some crack and get high on crack. I feel like that that's a skill you need to develop. And if Rob Ford was smoking crack wasted, there's some muscle memory there that comes sure. from having smoked crack previously. I uh, yeah. I mean, but you make a good point that, you know, if you, if he has that kind of uh, dexterity and muscle memory, I mean, that's the kind of adroitness I would want in my mayor. So it's true. I'll give him credit. If he was that ripped right. on St. Patty's Day and still could, you know, handle the whole crack thing. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe he is the right guy for the job. I want a mayor that knows how to smoke crack. <laughs> that's not afraid to say, hey, yeah, I smoked some crack, but you know what? I was really fucking drunk at the time. <laughs> All right. Reasonable you know, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. So, yeah, Rob Ford, we need to import him. Hero. Yeah, we need to get him to America. He's too cool for Canada. Canada's not ready for him. You know, they're quiet. Yeah. They're mellow up there. We'll, we'll, we'll take him down here. We'll find something to do with him. We'll give him a TV show or something. Sure. Winding down December. Nelson Mandela passed away. Obviously, you know, one of the great men of the 20, 20th and 21st centuries. Although I've been noticing, and I don't know if this is just timing, there's a Mandela movie out or coming out there. I think it was in not wide release, and now they're taking it to wide release. And they got Stringer Bell from The Wire playing Mandela. And Stringer Bell, let's be honest, he's dreamy. He's really good looking. He's sexy. He's a hunk. He's a leading man. Do, Do we really need a sexy Mandela yeah, I mean, do you think do you think they were uh, planning that release? Right, like they, right. somebody stomped somebody stomped on his feeding tube right right, right. when uh, the release was about to happen. Yeah, that but, guy was he was he was touch and go for a decade. Right, right. I mean, he was he was in his nineties. Also, yeah, the guy did twenty seven years in a you know racially divided country, which was fucked up. But the guy was what ninety five. Yeah, I mean, he... He lived he into his 90s. Well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure, great man. Um, he certainly lived a, a long life. I mean, considering all the time that was wasted in jail. Right. Um, you know, that he was forced to, to forfeit. He still had a pretty good run after jail. I mean, he got out in, boy, I don't know, 25 years ago? People don't live forever, Ed. No. Unfortunately. Certainly not. I, I'm like, I'd sign a contract right now to get to like 80. I'd be pretty stoked to live to 80. Yeah, I, I go in the, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on how the, uh, how the equipment is hanging in there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I want to be able to perform, mm. you know, like that's pretty important to me to be able to do things. 
do stuff. Do important things. Also, I want to be able to move around and think and, like, be funny and witty and shit. I don't want to just be sitting there. Yeah, just be some burden and yeah, bumming yeah. everyone out. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, also in December, here's another one of those ones. The guy who played Billy Jack died. Sure. I didn't know he was still alive. I'm not sure if he's a Native American or not, like Billy Jack was. I think he wasn't. I think I, I don't know. But also, yeah, he, yeah, he was uh, in the Jim Kelly school where I, I didn't see a lot of range after Billy Jack. Right, right. Also, my dad used to like rent Billy Jack movies. I think there was multiple Billy Jack yes. movies. Yeah. And Billy Jack, here's what he did. He just kicked everybody's ass. That's the whole premise of the movie. He would go to a town. It was kind of like Kung Fu. Yeah. He would go to a town where people were assholes, and then he would beat the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> and then he'd straighten leave. everyone out. Yeah. Straighten them out. Yeah. yeah. Rip, rip Billy Jack. I feel like we're, we're ready for, you know, they've remade everything, Ed. Yeah, Billy Jack seems about right. They're, Ed, they're remaking RoboCop. Ooh. Michael Keaton in it. Michael Keaton, um, Omar from The Wire, mm. Gary Oldman. It looks Potential. yeah, it looks really fucking good. It, I think it comes out President's Day. This is I've never I don't recall being this excited about a movie. I saw a preview for it today in the theaters. Did you? Very good. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, An extended one. It looked good. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. I, I'm I'm really excited to see it. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, also, just recently, Peter O'Toole died, and he's one of those ones, Ed. I mean, really sad that he died. But the guy was a guy that was known to like to drink. Yeah, he was like one of the all-time booze hounds. Yeah, he, he loved – I heard a story one time where he and – oh, I can't remember the guy. Harold Flynn or something. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those old-timey guys were drinking at a pub – in Ireland, and the pub owner tried to get him to leave, and they were so drunk, they pulled out their checkbooks, and they bought the fucking pub from the guy so they could wow. keep drinking. That's, that is a, uh, that's a new commitment. Yeah, that's a baller play right there. So yeah, Peter O'Toole, only 81, <laughs> Ed. I would have had him at 181. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, really surprised. There's a guy, I mean, he didn't put out any, uh, I think the last time I saw him was... I think a movie called My Favorite Year, starring uh, Larry from Perfect Strangers. That was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that was like 85, and I thought he was 81 then. He played the aging booze hound. Right. He was like, he was like 55 then. <laughs> 54. Yeah, how is that even possible? He looked 85 then. <laughs> that was a guy who did not get a lot of sleep. No, no. People <laughs> definitely, people born in the 30s and 40s, Definitely aged much more rapidly than we do today, I've noticed. Certainly. Also, and maybe to wrap up, in December we saw the Pope, Pope Francis, named Time Person of the Year. I believe this used to be called Man of the Year. Yeah. Now it's Person of the Year. How, how about they just do Man, if it's a man, they call it Man of the Year. If it's a woman, they sure. call it Woman of the Year. Right. If it's Why do we woman be... of the year? Would be I'd be cool with that. Or, of course. You know. Yeah. Uh, he was named Man of the Year because he said some sort of normal stuff that we all think. Yeah. I mean, he's like, yeah, "Hey, it, gay people are okay." Yeah. It was like somewhat refreshing to see some of the the quotes, but at the same time, like he didn't. I mean, the Pope didn't like single handedly rescue a school bus from falling off a cliff. Like right. he just kind of said like. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of okay with go- with gay people. Like, right. like he, he said stuff that like pretty much everyone thinks or should be thinking. I hope except so. for like Paula Dean. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, it probably helped his case that the guy that they made the Pope before him was a Nazi. <laughs> like he yeah, it was like Hitler Youth. Right. He could just be like, "Well, look, I'm not a Nazi." <laughs> You know, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're the best pope. Hey, yeah. just just so you know, I was never a Nazi, so what, are we cool? What a breath of fresh air. Totally. <laughs> Ed, that closes out the year. Um, 
I think we did a great job. I mean, I'm really yeah. impressed with what we did today. We really hit all the big topics, all the big passings. How, how do you feel about it, Ed? I feel great about it. I feel like that was a just the perfect bow to put on 2013. Yeah, I, I feel like the year couldn't have ended without us doing this. Like, it would just be continue on. People would be like, how come it's not 2014 yet? And they're like, because Brian and Ed haven't told us what they think about 2013. Yeah. All right, everybody, time to get drunk and turn the page. Yeah. We've, we've, we've given you your out. Absolutely. And things to look forward to in 2014, I mean, it's hard for me to think of anything else besides the new RoboCop. Mm. Well, I mean, what, President's Day, that's, that's what, a month from now? Yeah, that's Let's... about a month away. Oh, yeah. That's, fu- that's going to be an event. We'll, ha- we'll have to do some... Uh, some special uh, promotions around that movie. I feel like you and I will have to see it. We'll see it the weekend it comes out. Right. And then we'll rally up and we'll make a podcast about it and give it to our fans to get our takes on the new, our review of the new Perfect. RoboCop. Perfect. All right, Ed. As always, been a pleasure. Couldn't do without you. You're hilarious. Um, new blog post just went up today with ed reviewing the tv santas that made me laugh my fucking dick off it annoys me how much funnier you are than i ed but at the same time really stoked to be working with you uh the baller lifestyle podcast follow us on twitter brian beckner easy ed daily until next time we'll see you later guys happy new year 